Hello there. Since it's such a common request, I figured that today I'd talk to you about dreams. A dream is a series of thoughts, images, and sensations that occurs while you're sleeping. But what exactly is a dream? When we sleep, our consciousness returns to non-physical perspective. It withdraws from the physical focus. When we dream, we're essentially having an out-of-body experience. We are experiencing a higher frequency dimensional reality, a dimension that contains the blueprint for what is in the process of manifesting. We're having an out-of-body experience, albeit not a conscious one, so we are identified with our dreamscape, until, of course, we learn how to lucid dream, at which point we are viewing our dream through the eyes of our eternal perspective, which is disidentified with that dream thoughtscape. This is a good thing because, if we were not out of body, at least to a certain degree, our body would act out everything we encounter in a dream, which would be dangerous to our health, to be quite frank. In dreaming, because our consciousness is dissociated from our body, the aspect of our brain that controls motor function is disabled. Even though it feels like you're dreaming all night long, that's just your brain's perspective of linear time. What's actually occurring is that as you go to sleep, you are withdrawing your consciousness back to source perspective. Upon your return to physical consciousness, you must enable your consciousness to pass through and become the vibrational equivalent of each of these higher dimensional realities. When you run into a dreamscape, you are most often in the fifth or sixth dimensional reality. And as you assume those frequencies, they are downloaded and your brain then goes about the task of translating those downloads. Another way of saying this is the vibration is being downloaded and translated so the mind can make sense of the vibration, and we call these translations dreams. True dreams are a direct reflection of what is going on with you vibrationally. When you go to sleep, you are not in the process of actively creating a reality, but the things that you have been in the process of creating are still active within you. The things you've been thinking and the feelings you've been feeling in your waking life and what manifests in your reality are always a match. Your dreams are always a vibrational match to what you've been thinking and feeling as well. In fact, dreams are a preview of pre-manifested reality. They are a fabulous tool for pre-manifestational awareness. Anything you focus on or pay attention to could manifest as a dream. Because you have no resistance in your sleep, that's what sleep does, it enables you to release resistance. You're not condemning yourself, you're not trying to convince yourself that reality is different than it actually is. What happens is, you are capable of seeing reality, or should I say your vibrational reality, exactly as it is. In dream time, your subconscious mind, things you don't know that you don't know, can be revealed to you because of your absence of resistance in the sleep state. This is why so many famous psychologists knew that sleep and dreams were like a window to the subconscious mind. Sleepers dream about what they encounter in real life, especially emotional concerns. However, in your dreams, these vibrations play out as exact reflections. This means your mind will choose structure for these dreams that is the closest vibrational match to the vibration itself. The expectations and therefore beliefs in dreamscapes are different than they are in waking states, which is why they manifest in this way. 
In other words, in real life, it's not an expectation that a unicorn is going to show up. In fact, it's a belief that they can't, and so they won't. But that same expectation doesn't apply in the dream world, in the dreamscape. And so your vibration can show up exactly. That means if a unicorn is the closest vibrational match to whatever vibration you're holding, it can show up in the dreamscape where it would not have shown up in your real life, tangible reality. Another example of how your mind will choose a structure that is an exact reflection of the vibration that you're currently holding can be seen through the following scenario. Let's say that your boss makes you feel super uncomfortable and totally powerless. Every time he enters the office, you want to avoid the guy. In dream life, the closest match to the actual feeling that you feel relative to your boss may be you trying to avoid getting eaten by an alligator. So you will dream about an alligator having no idea that this alligator symbolically represents your boss. In waking life, you may not be willing to own up to just how afraid you are of your boss. You may be tensing against the awareness of that fear by thinking it's normal to feel bad about authority, or by just trying to avoid him at all costs. But this dream exists to help you own up to what you are unwilling to own up to. So what purpose does this preview serve? In dream time, like we have just said, you get to see your vibrations played out exactly played out being the key word. Everything in this universe is designed for expansion. Sleep is no different. The human body is a tool for expansion, and it's very efficient at that task. So what's happening while you're sleeping is that you are becoming aware of what you have going on in your pre-manifestational reality, what's about to manifest in your life, so that you can make amends. Life is a learning hologram that facilitates universal expansion. This is the function of the perception of linear time and space. Dreaming helps, therefore, to incorporate memory, solve problems, and process emotions. This is why, when people dream about a task they have been doing in waking life, they will wake up and be able to perform the task better. There are two very distinct phases of sleep. Scientists would call this non-REM sleep and REM sleep. Non-REM sleep applies to the past, whereas REM sleep applies to the future. In non-REM dreaming, we are processing the past. We are using the past to learn from it in a way that's going to benefit the future. Now, in REM cycle, what we are doing is we are making the connection between that past and some change or alteration we want to make so as to create a different future for ourselves. We are in the creation simulation phase of sleep, whereby we take what we learned and processed in non-REM, and then we move with it into the future to create something new. We problem solve. We try to connect the past with the future in a way that benefits our progression. We are rehearsing creating a reality. For example, in non-REM sleep, we may be dreaming about skiing. Then, when we enter the REM cycle, we might dream that we get caught in an avalanche and we're stuck and trapped. And of course, that feeling of being stuck and trapped may be a reflection of some circumstance in our day-to-day -day life, maybe the way that we feel in our own home. And we're going to work through, within that construct of the avalanche, and being trapped in that avalanche, a way to break free from it. And by doing that vibrationally, we actually are teaching ourselves how to become untrapped so that that serves our waking life, so that we can affect our feeling of trappedness in our waking life and become more free. 
Nightmares, more so than any other kind of dream, are simulated rehearsals of threat so that we will be prepared to survive if we continue to encounter a like threat in our waking life. When you are dreaming, you are interacting mostly, like I said before, with the fifth and sixth dimensional realities. What does that mean? It means that while you're in those dimensional realities, you will be interacting with, quite often, beings or thought forms which vibrate at a fifth or sixth dimensional frequency. So yes, your dreamscapes can be a place where you interact with spirit beings. When you are having a genuine dream, what is happening is that you are out of body interacting with your own thoughtscapes. Your own vibrational reality, which is showing up symbolically and full of meaning so that you may use it to facilitate your own expansion. And of course, it may benefit you for your guides to interact with you in these constructs. It's been a scientific debate for years upon years about whether dreams have meaning or about whether dreams are just the result of random impulses going off in your brain. But I'm going to tell you from my perspective, dreams always have meaning, 100%. And there is a reason why we can interpret this meaning symbolically, especially across cultures. It's because people, because they have a very similar vibration, tend to associate things with certain things. For example, all people may associate earthquakes with tragedy, insecurity, instability, and powerlessness. And so, dreaming of an earthquake may symbolically mean tragedy, instability, insecurity, and powerlessness is something that one is encountering in their life. It may mean this for all people, regardless of what culture they grew up in. So why has it worked for so many cultures to interpret dreams in this symbolic way with high degree of accuracy as it applies to prophecy? It's like I said before, your dreams are a preview of your manifested reality. They're, in essence, a pre-manifestational dimensional reality. So let's pretend you dream of an earthquake, which is the vibration of tragedy, insecurity, and all of those types of vibrations. That would make you a vibrational match, wouldn't, to experiencing those things. So if somebody who is to interpret that dream said, you're about to experience a loss or a tragedy, all that would have been happening is that they would have seen that dream, which is a preview to your pre-manifestational reality, and they would be telling you what you're currently a match to today. If you want to know about your overall vibration in life, take a look at themes, especially repetitive dreams. So let's take a look at the dreams you mostly have. Let's say that in all of them, you end up completely alone or people don't even notice you. Alone, therefore, is a theme in your vibrational reality. Maybe you're constantly running for your life. That may mean that you feel unsafe in your waking life because danger is a continual theme in your thoughtscapes. Or you may fly in many of your dreams. And assuming this isn't just your mind's perception of movement out of body, that could mean that in waking life you feel free or hold a strong desire to escape from pressure. We have to remember that desire is a very strong vibration within you. And so it is common, of course, if dreams are pre-manifestational reality, that you would live through or play out many of your desires, if they're strong enough, in your thoughtscapes. Many people do not remember their dreams. Most often this is because the ego is involved in some kind of denial relative to its actual vibrational state. 
most often the subconscious mind. <laughs> Very rarely, beings who have gone through an enlightenment experience can also stop remembering dreams or even stop really having them. Because in that peaceful state that is the result of releasing resistance entirely, that process of expansion ceases to occur and so dreaming loses its function. But most often, the higher your frequency becomes, the easier it becomes to remember dreams because the translation between those higher dimensional realities and these lower dimensional realities is easier when the frequencies are closer. Sort of like it's easier to turn your radio dial just two degrees instead of 18 degrees. So what are some things you can do with your dreams, seeing as how I've just sold you on the idea that they're so incredibly important? The first is, I want you to start keeping a dream journal. The minute that you wake up, write down any details that you can remember about the dreams you've had the previous night. Pay attention to how you feel about the things that you're experiencing in your dream. The way you feel is probably your best bet at figuring out the meaning behind these particular dreams, or especially what these things in your dream symbolically represent. But my personal favorite way to interact with dreams is in fact the most accurate way of deciphering them. It's to engage in a perception experience. Begin by writing down your dream in present tense as if it was all playing out right here and now. So instead of saying, I went here, you say, I'm going here. Then what you do is that you go into the perspective, or you become the perspective, of every significant thing within that dream. You explore and express your perspective as if it were taking place in present tense. For example, let's say that I had a dream about an alligator in a swamp, and by that swamp, there was an old shed that was breaking down. And let's say that that alligator ate my father. First, I would record my feelings and perceptions as myself within the dream, teal. Then I would switch my perspective to becoming the swamp itself. Perhaps the perceptions and feelings might be something like this. I am the swamp. I am ancient and full of sorrow. I am lonely and people are repulsed by me, and I want Teal to wade in my waters. The alligator is my only companion, etc. Then I'd switch my perspective to the perspective of the shed and state my perceptions and feelings. Then I'd be the alligator, then I'd be my father being eaten, etc., etc. You do this with as many elements as you can to form the whole picture. And see how this changes your perception of the dream. Every aspect of the dream is an expression of yourself and how you're perceiving life. Another way of saying this is, every aspect of a dream is in fact the dreamer. There is no wrong way to do this. This is an exploration of the subconscious mind. And doing this allows us to reown the fracture to split off aspects of ourselves. If you want to dream about something specific, you can do that. All you need to do is to set a timer and focus on whatever it is you want to dream about for five minutes straight. And then what you want to do is to say to yourself, I want to dream about fill in the blank with whatever it is. This type of dreaming, intentional dreaming, is actually to blame for many, many inventions that have taken place on this planet. You can do this with questions you want an answer to as well. 
Dreams are an invaluable aspect of our lives. They're a window to our subconscious realities, to our inner worlds. They're a way for us to gain progression and also to become more conscious. And every single one of us dreams, regardless of whether we're aware of it or not. In fact, an unfinished dream is called life. Have a good week.